From Luminary, this is Karamo, a podcast. Hey friends, welcome to Karamo. I am your host, Karamo. And wow, we have made it to the final episode of season three. How time flies when you're talking and growing. But I want to spend this episode reflecting on the things I have learned over these past three seasons. No matter if I was talking to a celebrity or one of you, my listeners, my friends, I realized that we are all looking for the same thing, clarity of why we experience the challenges that we experience. Why is this happening in my life? See, we are all going through the same things at different times in different places, but the feelings and thoughts we all have are the same. We have all heard or even at one point asked it ourselves, what is the meaning of all this? All the things I go through every day, why? Why me? What's the meaning of this thing called my life? Well, before I share my thoughts on that question based on the things I've learned over these past three seasons, I want to invite one more guest to join me. His name is Matt Frazier. He's a best-selling author and stars in a hit reality show, Meet the Frasers. But what makes him captivating is the fact that he is a psychic medium. He sees and speaks to those who have passed on. Since he was a child, Matt has been using his gift to help people find meaning in those why questions around life and death. I know some of you may be skeptical, which is okay, but give this episode a chance. My goal is for us to find meaning from our shared challenges and lessons we've learned from those challenges. So who better to talk to than someone who communicates with both the living and the dead? Someone who helps so many people heal and find clarity to the why that plagued them. No matter what you believe, the people that Matt has helped believe they are closer to understanding the whys. So without further ado, let's start talking and growing. Hey, friends! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. So friends, like I said, I am so excited for the person I am about to speak to right now. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's great to be here with you. I read that you said that when you were younger, you had to force yourself to accept this gift. How did you get over, in your words, the fear that was causing you extreme anxiety because you didn't understand what was happening to you and why it was happening to you? Yeah, absolutely. And I can speak about this from the very beginning because it was not an easy journey. I mean, I, from when I was a kid, I would see and hear The Departed. And it was something that I was afraid of. And, you know, I tried to push it away. And, you know, it never really went away. I tried and tried and tried to live a normal life. But I grew up like the sixth sense. I could see and hear dead people. And I remember going to school and being so young and talking to other kids around the neighborhood and saying, talk about the souls that I was seeing, the dead people that I was seeing. And 
they would go back and tell their parents and then their parents would have, you know, conversation with, with my parents saying that I was talking about seeing dead people. And I learned to keep it quiet at a young age. I learned that, you know, anytime I brought this up or I talked about it, you know, parents would say I was making it up or it was my imaginary friend and I would get into, you know, arguments and, and, you know, I, I felt like people weren't listening to me because I was seeing and experiencing things that other people couldn't. So, you know, after being, after so many people had, you know, uh, tried to explain it away or, or tried to, you know, uh, shut me out or not listen to it when I was younger, you know, I learned to be quiet for a while. I learned to try to ignore it myself. I learned to try to live a normal life and to live the life that other people wanted me to have. And at the same time, I guess that it was, that was okay for me because I was so afraid of my ability as well. Even though I was talking about it, I didn't fully accept it myself. I was so afraid of what I was hearing, seeing and experiencing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go down a normal path. I feel like, you know, I need to do something with helping others. I wasn't sure what that was, but I actually started my career as an EMT working for the World Trade Center in Boston. I worked for the security operations department. And then from there, I went to go and see a medium myself and it changed my life. And I realized going to see that medium because the minute I went to see her, she said to me, oh my God, she says, you know, you're a medium. She says, you know, you connect with the departed. And I says, oh, no, 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 no. I, I used to. I used to see and hear dead people. I, you know, I since pushed it away. You know, going to see that medium for the first time, she was the one that said to me, listen, you have to em embrace this. This is a gift. This is a calling. You know, you can't shut this out. You have to use this. And she said to me, you know, I want you to start embracing it. Don't run from the messages. Listen to the messages. The departed are coming to you for a reason. The departed want to reach people here in this world. And, you know, you need to deliver those messages. Those are not yours. Those are, you know, souls coming to you, trusting you with them. Mm. And that really hit home. So I said, you know what? When I feel something, I'm going to say something. So when I would be around people, you know, and all of a sudden I would feel a soul with them, whether it be a grandmother, a grandfather, a sister, an aunt, someone who had died, I would talk to them about it. I got to tell you that in the beginning, this is not something that my friends were open to. It wasn't something where it was just accepted. Everyone's like, oh, okay, Matt's a medium now. It was completely different. You know, I lost friends over this. People didn't want to talk to me anymore because all of a sudden people thought that I had changed. Because I had, I've never, I, to them, they felt like all of a sudden, one day I became a psychic medium when really this was going on throughout my entire life. But I just never spoke that truth. I never spoke about who I actually was or these things that I had experienced because I had learned from when I was younger just to, you know, shut it away and keep quiet about it. So, you know, when I first came out as a medium and I started to tell people what I experienced, you know, some friends took it seriously and other friends that, you know, I thought were my friends at the time, you know, laughed at me and, you know, made fun of me and said, well, I don't understand it. How is it all of a sudden that Matt's a medium? How is it all of a sudden he's doing readings? How come out of the blue he can, you know, see and hear things? How did that affect you knowing that these people you called friends were now turning their back on you in essence? You know, what I realized is that when people started to recognize my gift and recognize, you know, these messages and take it seriously and really understand what I did and love me for the new me or the, the person that I was that, you know, I was coming out as everybody around me that I thought were my friends, I realized weren't. I realized that, you know, a very valuable life lesson that I want to share with all of you, and that is a friend is a friend for life, no matter who you are, no matter what you go through, no matter what your journey is. 
And mm. not everyone's going to understand your journey in life. Not everyone's going to understand your life path. Not everyone is going to understand you. And not everyone's going to love you. Listen, I wish everybody loved me. I want everybody to love me. But I know that that's just not possible. But, you know, as you start to make career moves, as you start to make life decisions, as you start to change pathways in life, you're going to have your true friends that stick by your side, that love you no matter what, that accept you no matter what. And then you're going to have the people that fall away from you. And those people who fall away were never your friends to begin with. And that's really what you learn throughout life. Mm, that is such a powerful message. A lot of times you will end up reacting and focusing on the fact of the ones that left instead of focusing on the things that you have and the people that are in front of you that love you and accept you for who you are. You know, you bring healing and hope, comfort and closure to so many. What is the common question people have about those they have lost? The thing is, is that I think so many people just want to know what happens when you pass on? What happens to my loved ones? And I guess the one answer that I can give people, the one thing that I give people as a medium is really letting them know that it doesn't matter what your questions are or how your loved one passes because you just need to know two things. One, that no matter how a loved one passes, they are at peace. And two, you will see them again. That's my overall message as a medium is really showing people that, listen, you're closer now to your loved ones than they were here, than when they were here in this world. And people think I'm crazy when I say that. People get so upset and they're like, Matt, what are you talking about? My mom was my best friend and she was this and we did everything together. Well, whether you lost your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, when your loved ones go to the other side, they don't just leave you. You know, you we all have a soul and our soul is the perfect version of us. It's actually energy and our energy lifts out of our body. We leave our physical bodies behind and that soul can be anywhere, any moment, at any time. What does that mean? The people you were close to here in this world they don't forget about you. They watch over you on the other side. You know, your mom, your dad, your sister, whoever it is, they're with you on that morning commute when you're driving in the car. They're with you when you're meeting your soulmate for the very first time, but don't know it's your soulmate. They're with you when you're going for that job interview. They're with you when, when you're in the kitchen and you're cooking. They're with you when you're just taking a walk down the street. They're with you while you're in the bathroom wiping your ass, even though we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> you know, they're with you through every moment in life. And that's what I want people to know is that, yeah, we miss them. And that's the hard part is that we miss our loved ones and we miss their physical presence and we miss seeing them. But our loved ones aren't missing us and they're not worried about us in heaven. Why? Because they're with us every day. They can see every single thing that we do and they're closer to us now than they even were before. And why do they not worry about us? They don't worry about us because of the fact that they can see how we're going to progress in our life. So, so many times people will say, oh my God, my mother must be so worried in heaven right now because I'm going through the divorce with my husband and, you know, I'm at risk of losing my kids and, you know, my mother, if she was here, she'd be going crazy. She must be rolling in her grave. And no, your mom's not doing that in heaven. Why? Because your loved ones can also see the future. They don't see just what you're going through right now. They see you overcoming things. So yeah, you might be a really in a really hard part in your life. You might be going through a divorce or a health, health struggle or a scare going on in your life, but your loved ones are in heaven. They see what happens after that. They see you coming out of that surgery, doing better than ever. They see you leaving that relationship and finding your true soulmate. They see you changing that job or that career and going into something you love. They see you how you're going to progress. I would think that people would feel comforted and start making better choices and reacting to life better, knowing that the ones they love that they have passed can see how they can be better.
When you tell people that their loved ones see how they can be better, do they start making better decisions for their lives? I once had a client who, you know, she was getting a divorce with her husband. And this this client was a little bit, um, uh, how do you say, it? very high strung. She was She was somebody who, you know, always went off the edge, you know, and she was winning in her divorce. <laughs> oh, yes. We all know that, that person. We all know that crazy person right here in this world that just like you say something or you say something <laughs> wrong and they fly off the edge. Well, that was this client. Yeah. And she had come to me because she was going through a divorce and uh, her mom had passed. And she's like, you know, I'm so I'm so fearful of losing my kids. You know, she's like, you know, my husband is is, uh, you know, trying to take my kids away and I'm going to lose this divorce and blah, 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 blah. And she came. And she's like, you know, can you ask my mom if there's any guidance or, or any help? And her mom came through and said, you're going to be fine. She says, you're going to have your kids. You know, he's going to lose in, in court. She says, you're going to be just fine. Don't worry about a thing. You're letting this get to your head. She says, but there's one piece of advice that I have to let you know. And the mother said, you need to cut off all communication with him. She says, you need to let everything go through your lawyers. She says, so don't see your, your, your soon-to-be ex-husband. Don't communicate with him. Don't text him because he knows he's losing in court. And the mother had said in spirit, she says, he's going to test you. And there's going to be a time, she says, where, you're gonna where he's going to catch you alone or he's going to catch you out. And he's going to do something to make to make other people think that you're crazy. That's the only way that you're going to lose your kids. I says, when you're exchanging visitation hours, your mom's telling me you need to let somebody go in your presence because that's when he's going to try to do it because there's people around. Okay, Matt, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to, your, to my mother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So on and so forth. Okay. So that was done. Well, don't you know about uh, a couple weeks later, you know, I'm in my office doing my normal, you know, my, my normal uh, appointments and whatever. And I get a call and my client is in friggin' jail. And she's like, Matt, she's like, and I'm like, well, my, and the, my assistant came running in and she's like, Matt, she's like, your client is calling. She's in jail. I said, what do you mean? She's in, in jail. And she says, you know, she, she attacked her husband. I'm like, what? I'm like, we just talked about this. We had a, we had a, we had a reading. Her mother said, steer clear, whatever. Uh, so anyways, that happened. And, you know, she didn't listen to her mother's advice. She went and, you know, it, there was a, an altercation that took place, you know, at the school when she was exchanging the kids. Everybody saw the police came. They, you know, arrested her. And, you know, she it, it, it caused her to run into difficulties with that case. So our loved ones can give us advice, but we have to learn to listen to it. So the thing that meant the most to her in her life, she did not make the best decisions, even though she had advice from beyond the grave, they, she heard it directly from you who is living, but she still decided to make an emotional reaction. And I think that's where it always gets me because I would feel like if someone's giving me advice from beyond the grave through this medium, I'm gonna be like, okay, you know what? That's the advice you wanna take. That's the advice you wanna listen to because if you know what you want out of life, and someone is telling you this is how you get it, you have to react and show up accordingly. I have another question for you. What is usually the message that those who have passed on say the most from their perspective? So from their perspective, it's all about you living your life. That's what they want. Yeah, there are times when souls come through with regrets or things that they could have done differently. But really, their main messages to us is keep going, keep mm. living. Every time we lose a loved one, you know, uh, depression starts to hit in. We start to feel like we don't want to do the same things that we did with them. We feel like we need to honor and, and remember them every day. We feel like we can't have happiness or do the things that we once loved. And 
we worry about them. And their number one messages to us is, don't worry about me. I'm okay, but keep living. Keep mm. doing things in your life that are going to let you have the best life possible. But every day, there's people who are not listening to their loved ones because you right now have intuition. And intuition is something that we all have. It's a form of psychic ability, and it's speaking to us every single day. People, you know, this is what I try to teach people is that it's not just about coming to a medium. It's about trusting the messages that you're already always getting because, you know, this is what happens is that sometimes our mind tells, tells us one thing, but, you know, our intuition tells us something completely different. But I want to know, as you go into this next decade of your life, what is the hope that you have for yourself? not just for other people. You know, my hope is really to reach as many people as I possibly can. So in this next decade, what I want to do is I want to inspire people. I want to reach the, all those people who are having those doubts, who are having those limiting beliefs. I want to show them that, you know, yes, your loved ones are with you. Yes, they're by your side. You know, keep moving forward in your life. Make the best of what you can make out of your life here and now. And I want to inspire people through writing more books, through my courses, and of course, through, you know, my readings and my television programs. That's, that's my hope. Do you believe the meaning of your life is to help others? Absolutely. You know, and it's funny because talking about how intuition and, and psychic ability kind of leads you down a, a different path, you know, I was lost in my life. You know, I thought because of what I felt when I was younger, I thought that, you know, my job was to be an EMT. I thought I had to physically help people to help people. And, you know, I was on, I, I became an EMT. I worked for the World Trade Center in Boston for the security operations department. And then I was on track to go and become a paramedic when, you know, I went to see a medium myself and, you know, she says to me, listen, this, this, you know, you're on a path of helping people, but you really should be doing this. This is what you're being called to do. You're just doing it in a different way. And it changed my life, you know, and, and I don't know where I would be if, you know, I, I never went down this path and it was hard. And it was tough and it wasn't easy. It didn't happen overnight. And, you know, there were people, like it says, who uh, left my life and uh, who revealed their true colors. But and it, it was challenging and it was emotional. It was all of it in between. But at the same time, you know, once you do all of that, you find a bigger reward. And that is the lives that you touch, the people that you help and, you know, the transformation that takes place. Wow, that is beautifully said, Matt. I'm happy to say that you're somebody that I would love to keep in my circle for the rest of my life because you genuinely have a great heart and personality and spirit. Wow, thank you so much. Listen, Matt, I'm always in your corner. Anything you ever need, I am an ally and a friend. Thank you so much, my friend, for being here. And um, we will talk very soon. Thank you so, so much. All right, have a great day. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
friends, what a powerful interview that was with Matt. After hearing his personal experiences and the experience of those he's helped, it only affirms what I know, that we are all looking for clarity of why we experience the challenges we experience. Why is this happening in my life? Again, it's the burning question we are all consciously or unconsciously asking. What's the meaning of all of this? Well, from my experience, with all the people I've interacted with in my personal life, the things I've learned from all the people I help when I worked in social services, when I help people have emotional breakthroughs on Queer Eye, or all the people I have spoken to in the past three seasons of this podcast, what I know to be true is this. It's the way we react to those challenges of our life that create the meaning of our individual and unique lives. You heard me. Your reactions are creating your life's meaning. I have helped many people and I realize that what sets them apart when it comes to success, happiness, love, growth, etc., is the way they react to life. Every single one of us experienced some form of personal challenge like the loss of a job or income, major rejection, the end of a relationship or divorce, addiction to something, loss of freedom, and the scariest of them all, death of a loved one or facing our own mortality. It's the reaction that defines the meaning of your existence. There's that old saying, you can't control what life throws at you, but you can't control how you respond to it. Your response is what is defining the meaning of your life, right in front of your very eyes. But the problem I have learned through helping people is that we are not properly taught how to respond to life, which ultimately leads us to feeling confused or unsure of the meaning of our lives, leaving us asking why, feeling alone, sad, confused, or beaten down. Are you still with me? I know this may be a lot, but it's important for you to hear. I got a question for you. Have you ever felt down because something that happened to you, say an open wound from an experience or several experiences of your childhood, and you decide not to face it because it's too hard or it hurts, or you don't want to rock the boat? That decision is what's defining the meaning of your adult life. Sure, it's compounded with other decisions you made, but it's there, and every day defines the meaning of you. I have another question for you. Have you ever been in a relationship that is currently hurting you, whether you are still with them or not, and you just don't know what to do to heal so you can feel happy and whole again? So you decide to stay in the relationship or you decide, if you're broken up, to keep reminiscing on that relationship, sending texts, stalking IGs, talking about it with anyone who will listen. Well, those decisions are defining the meaning of your life right in front of your eyes. But the problem I have witnessed is that as a society, we don't teach each other how to react properly or how to recognize how our small reactions today will add up to define the meaning of our lives tomorrow. So the goal that I have right now is I wanna set you on a path to have better reactions daily so that you will ultimately create the meaning of your life that you want and deserve. First, I want you to understand that life is going to happen. So the first step in reacting better is being patient and kinder to yourself when someone reacts to you. Be more gentle with yourself. Directly in the moment when something happens, stop, breathe, and remember that what you're thinking and feeling in this moment is because of how someone is reacting, but their reaction does not define you. And even if their reaction is making you sad or mad, you still have the power to control how you react. So I want you to say this, I will react based on me and not off them. 
This allows you not to internalize others' reactions and allows you to stay more focused on your reactions. It may take some time, but the more you practice saying that, the calmer and clearer you will be when you react. Secondly, I need you to understand that there are two reactions always happening at the same time. There is an emotional reaction and a cognitive reaction that we all go through when confronting any challenges in our life that make up the whys of our life or the clarity of our life. When I say these two reactions are happening at once, I'm talking about the relationship between feeling and thinking. Here's an example that will help you understand these two reactions and how they're at play. Stay with me. It's 4.30 p.m. and you're at work. Your boss comes up to you and says that there's something you already completed and turned in that he needs you to redo before you leave for the day. You probably feel annoyed, pissed, disappointed, pressured, or stressed. And in that moment, you're also thinking why you need that job, a bill you have to pay, or something you need to buy later on. Both the emotional and cognitive process are happening at the same time. But in an instant, you react to what your boss just said, and either it will be an emotional or a cognitive reaction or somewhere in between. For instance, maybe you say the following to your boss. A, forget this, I quit, I already did this once, I'm not doing it again. Or B, you say, okay, I'll get it done and return to your workspace just to work quietly. Or C, you say, cool, I'll handle it, and then walk back to your workspace but tell a coworker you trust on the way, you can't wait to quit this place because you're so over it. The question is, which one of those people are you? Each reaction, A, B, and C, gives you a clearer insight into what's more dominant in your life, the emotional reaction or the cognitive reactions or a mixture of both. But like I said, we are not taught to see how our small reactions in these minor moments end up shaping the meaning of our life. When you wake up and feel happy or sad, when you are confused why you haven't experienced more or happy about the things you have tried, when you ask, is this it, or say, this was amazing, all those questions, statements, stem from that many reaction. That you do these reactions every day, but don't think about how it affects the big picture. Now, I bet you think I'm going to tell you which one is the right answer, A, B, or C. Well, I'm not, because that's for you to know based on the meaning you want for your own life. Emotional reactions and cognitive reactions are there to guide you, to get you the life you want. Sometimes you need an emotional reaction to propel you to face something that you have been avoiding, but you also need the cognitive reaction to make sure you are truly getting closure and moving in a healthy way. It's how you recognize them and the power you give them both in the moment that allows you to start managing your reactions better so you can get closer to the meaning of your life. So if you find yourself reacting off of emotions the majority of the time when it comes to your family or that person you're in a relationship with, ask yourself, how are these emotional reactions helping me to get closer to the meaning of my life that I want? Think of that scenario I just brought up with your boss and how you react. Replace the boss with boyfriend or girlfriend. When they bring up something that they need you to do, how does it make you feel and how do you react emotionally or cognitively? That trauma from your childhood when it's brought up, how are you reacting? And how is that reaction in line with how you want your life to be summed up? Side note, when your emotional or cognitive reactions are clouded by trauma, I call this trauma reaction, and it can affect how you navigate your life as an adult. And in these moments, you have to work even harder, preferably with the help of a professional, to understand how your reactions and trauma are informing the meaning of your life. 
but I have to get into that on another show. But for now, I need to share the last part of this entire thing. The third and final piece, which is really important, and I wish that it was something we encourage people to ask themselves more. It's the question, do you know what you want the meaning of your life to be? We react and react because often we only think about the job we want or the type of partner we want or how many kids we want or where we want to live or how much money we want because we think those things will just magically inform the meaning of our lives. Like once you react to those questions and get them solved, everything else will work out. But that's not true. Your life's meaning is decided by you. And then you have to pay attention to all those little emotional and cognitive reactions you make daily. Don't get overwhelmed by this. Remember, rule one, be patient and gentle with yourself. You'll figure it out. This is the first reaction. Don't avoid or be afraid, but know that you have what it takes to create a meaningful life. You do. You hear me? You have what it takes to react each day to your present and past in a way that will give your life the meaning that you want it to have. You have to practice asking yourself daily, are your reactions leading you to the life that means the most to you? Did you hear that? What means the most to you? That's the meaning of life. And you have to react daily in a way that will lead you there. And you can do it. Trust me, friends, you can do it. Listen, friends, as always, thank you for listening and growing with me. I can't believe we're done. Season three is finished. But I've had a good time and hopefully you have too. So I want you to make sure you hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Karamo to let me know your feelings about today's episode. Until next time, friends, take care of yourself and each other. Karamo, a podcast, is an entertainment show. For advice or support on any emotional or mental challenges, please contact a licensed professional in your town. This show was produced by Karamo, Nick Panella of Workhouse Media, and assisted by Ellie Charles. All music composed by Ernie Wooden and the Big Woozy Band, and all episodes are edited by Nathan Moody. Thank you for listening and growing with us. Music